What's up, everyone? We're back with episode three of the Valley Talk podcast. Let's Yo, go, baby. We've got the same three people that we've had through the same three episodes. So if you don't know us by now, you're lost. I don't know what you're doing on starting on episode three, but it's all right. Might need to hit the rewind. Yeah, go ahead and start back to episode <laughs> one like everyone else did. Um, we just were first off, first thing that we want to talk about, we just want to say thank you to everyone that's been super supportive of the podcast so far. Um, we've had a lot of people reaching out, giving us a, um, advice on what we should be doing, what we shouldn't be doing. And it's been super helpful and super awesome to see people supporting us. So we appreciate all the support. Follow our social medias, Instagram, TikTok, all that good stuff, YouTube. Um, subscribe wherever you watch your podcast. Leave a review if that is possible for you. Yeah, we didn't know how this was going to go when we started, but we've had a lot of encouragement, a lot of feedback, a lot of support. So we appreciate all that. Thank a lot of guys. hard times, too. If you're still here watching episode three, you a real one. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of growing, hard times. Baby. Slowly growing. This is our, I think, seventh or eighth podcast that we've recorded. And <laughs> love episode it. We're on three, episode though. three, so yeah. you know the deal. We've been doing this for a little bit now. Um, if you caught so. last time on episode two, I said, or I mentioned that it was take two, mm-hmm. is because the day before episode two, the one that we dropped, we recorded a whole podcast, came to find Super out good. our audio wasn't recording like six minutes into it. I forgot to check and see if the batteries were And alive. then <laughs> the next day we shoot the podcast again. And we have a very great conversation at the end of that podcast. And then the storage on the camera was full. So it seems like we've ran into every obstacle possible thus mm-hmm. far. But, you know, we're persevering. Nothing. Every single podcast, there's been something. So. Yeah. But Knock we appreciate the not. encouragement. Mm-hmm. It encourages us to keep going. So Your support that. is the only thing getting us through this. 100%. And Hank's smiles and giggly laugh. That helps a little bit, <laughs> I too. love it. Let's do that, it. That definitely is helpful. No, so Nothing worth having comes easy, though. Yeah. So. We got big plans for this thing. Um, so just keep chilling with us. And it was frustrating in the moment, but like you can't dwell on it because yeah, you know it already happened. Yeah. There's no taking it back now, so you just gotta take the light from the situation, the positivity out of it. You know, because mm-hmm. there's good in every situation, even the bad things in life. Um, you can always take lessons from them and mm-hmm. posi- positive from it. So yeah, and you struggle like the, with everything. There's always some sort of struggle. So mm-hmm. it's just about how you you deal with it. You can be really negative. You can just be like, ah, Nardsack, I did not check the batteries. Yeah. I could have beat myself up for that for a while. Or it could be yeah. like something it bigger. Practice. It could be something, yeah, it could be something more life bigger, but and we're more, learning life lessons while we're doing it. We're having fun. Yeah, as well editing the podcast twice oh, yeah. last week, so that was awesome. Yeah, I actually, <laughs> oh, I've really fucked up our last podcast. <laughs> I forgot to click record, or I forgot to uh, plug the batteries in. And then also, I accidentally deleted, Hank edited the whole podcast, and I accidentally deleted it, so he had to do it again. And you grow and learn the most in the valleys in life. It's just practice for Hank. Hank just started editing, so we're all trying to work on editing the podcast so we can all grow those skills. So Hank's just better now because of it, so you're welcome. It's a process. You should be thanking me. What the heck? Yeah, and I'm already 100 times better than I was like a week ago. 100 times might be a stretch, but I'd say like 30 maybe for sure. I'd probably say 70, but okay. We'll agree to disagree. Yeah, that's fine. A little dispute here. Mm -hmm. 
So I, Hey, you learn the most in your valleys. You know, there's things that you learn in the valleys that you can't learn from the mountaintop. So Mm -hmm. Valley talk. Whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) It all comes full circle. Yes. Okay. Um, so I was stumbling upon social media today and I saw this interesting, um, question. So I, I wanted to pick your brain with it. Let's hear it. Um, do you think our dreams have alternate meanings? Personally, I do because, I mean, definitely certain dreams. Like you sometimes just have those random dreams that make no sense, obviously, and have no logic behind them. Mm -hmm. But I do believe some dreams have meanings because like it even talks about in the Bible how sometimes God will reach out to you through dreams and teach you lessons through dreams. And that's like a way he'll communicate with you. Mm-hmm. And there's a verse about it. Hold up. Let me find it. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think sometimes, well, I don't, I don't really know, honestly. I think sometimes I firmly believe that the last thing that you think about, I believe that God sometimes makes our dreams visions for him. But I also think it's the last thing that you think about sometimes right before you go to bed. That then you dream about or like the last person that you think about because there's like some random ass people that show up in my dreams that I like have one thought about right before I go to bed and then all of a sudden they're in my dreams and I'm thinking about them more and it's like it's I think it has a lot to do with the last thing that you think about yeah Sometimes. and if somebody tried to evaluate the whack-ass dreams that I have I there's no meaning. No, there's no there's comprehending no some of them it make yeah. no sense. There's, there's literally, but sometimes those are the fun ones. So I found that verse though. So, mm-hmm. um, it's in Job thirty three fifteen. It says he may speak in a dream or in a vision at night when people are in deep sleep lying in their beds. And the reason I say that I believe God can speak to you through dreams is because like I've had a dream that really stood out to me. I've already kind of talked to you guys about this, but Mm -hmm. I'll go over it again. Um, There's one night I was having a dream and it started a storm really bad out. And it was like a ton of tornadoes, tornado after tornado. It wasn't like one or two. It was like a huge quantity. And so we went to find shelter and I was with my mom and my brothers and we went to find shelter. We went to this school and we went downstairs and like in the middle of the school, there's like a huge section that went all the way up to the ceiling and it had like um, the sky windows, you know, mm-hmm. and they must have been strong because like we'd see tornado after tornado coming over the windows and like sometimes the glass would break and like people would start freaking out and stuff. And we were hanging on to this pole, like trying to prevent ourselves from being sucked up from the tornado. And there was one point when Landon started to like get sucked up from the tornado mm-hmm. and my mom like grabbed him by the arm and was holding him. Mom's a badass. <laughs> Shut up mom. <laughs> but uh, she was holding Shout him. Out Chastity. For real. For real. I reached She's up real and I grabbed him by the back of the jacket and pulled him down. And like I could still vividly see like the look he gave me like eyes wide like I just saved his life. Damn. And um, eventually the storm passes and all these tornadoes finally pass. And when the last tornado passes, this like very bright light comes shining through the top, uh, through those glass windows at the mm-hmm. top. And it was like a blinding light that um, illuminated the entire school. 
And mm-hmm. I remember in my dream, I was thinking like, oh, that's God, like giving a sign to me. Mm-hmm. And right then some dude shout out, he goes, God, we see you. And it was like, Hell it was yeah, so crazy. Guy. I woke up and I was just in chills about it. Shivers. And that whole next day, I was just trying to break it down, like trying to figure out what it meant and mm-hmm. trying to dissect it, you know. And the whole day I was just like thinking about it. And usually when I have dreams, I'll forget them like within 10 yeah. minutes of waking up. Mm-hmm. But this whole day, like I just vividly saw every single detail of it. And I was breaking it down and like I came to conclusion. I feel like it was like God speaking to me telling me that like when you stick with your family and you stay strong with them and mm-hmm. you stay strong together, we can get through any storm together and we'll see the light at the end of that tunnel. So Damn, that's it was crazy. like, yeah, it was a very testimonial dream for me that like spoke out to me a ton. So yeah, I feel like you probably woke up and you were just instantly closer with your family and they had no idea. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah you crazy. just like automatically bonded with them through a dream. Yeah. I called my mom the next day and explained it to her and like, she was in shock. Even she's like, yeah. that gives me chills. And she was explaining to me how in the Bible, like that's one way God will talk to you mm-hmm. and like give you signs is through your dreams and stuff. So I believe that some dreams definitely yeah. do have a meaning in our signs. Yeah, I could definitely see that too. I don't think I've ever had an experience anything close to that, but I feel like I like that would be so exciting to kind of wake up to that because I feel like you kind of, especially with God, you don't ever talk to him. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, you don't have a normal conversation with him. So, yeah. like seeing something that he literally put on your brain mm-hmm. right then and there is kind of ridiculous because you know yeah. it's just a way of communication that only you and God can have. Yeah. I felt like very connected spiritually after that. Yeah, like, I bet. Right when I woke up, I just prayed to God and was like thanking him. And mm-hmm. It was a very crazy experience. Life changing probably yeah. a little. Yeah, yeah, it was very testimonial for sure. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of awesome. Hank, a, lot, you... a lot of my dreams are <laughs> weird. Hank's <laughs> no. has dreams about food. This probably. sounds weird, but... Hank's like, dreams are explicit. I'd say about 90%. Drippers and blow. Bitch, <laughs> 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 you know. 90% of my dreams, I'm not going to lie, are nightmares or scary dreams. No, of course. <laughs> and of I always course. wake up, like, scared of my dream, and I'm glad I got out of it. Yeah. Bro wakes up sweating. For Hank some sleeps reason. with a combat knife because he's scared of other people coming into his room. Yeah, a that, lot that's of, not a joke either. <laughs> sure. A lot of my dreams are all similar. And it's, I don't know why. I think this is my worst fear. Is a me running from someone. Bro, yeah. Me always on the run. Like, from like... Like a uh, killer or someone? Usually someone trying to kill me. Yeah. And I I don't like it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I wish it would change. And it's like the same scenario, same person chasing you, same... No, it could be different different scenarios, different person. But it's like, always has me... I'm always so anxious. Yeah. Like, oh my God, what am I going to do next? How do I get away from him this time? Mm-hmm. And somehow, Yo, you never know. I always get caught. And then, no. like, I wake up instantly. I'm like, oh my Damn, God. You got me again. Yeah. Like, I don't, I, haven't, I don't remember the last time I've had, like, a, a good dream. Really? Yeah. Bro, I would not be looking forward to sleep. If no, for real. But this I've dude had, loves sleep, too. That doesn't make sense. I've Pretty had similar type things where, like, oh, there's, like, multiple, but... For me, it's every single time that's the same person chasing me. It's the same exact scenario. And I just replay over and over and over and over again. Like there's this one that I, I still get it to this day, but it's from my childhood home and I'm out on the front sidewalk and there's this one guy, he's always wearing the same hat and he has a knife, a super big knife. And we're just, it's raining and I'm just running on, I'm a little kid still, even though I'm old now, I'm a little kid in my dream and I'm just running 
And I get to the end, like a couple houses down, I just teleport back to the front part of my house. And I'm just running and running and running. And I can never, <laughs> never catch up to him. And there's this other one that like I go on this whole, it's usually with my dad. It's sometimes with my dad or my brother or someone else in my family. And I don't know what, what hotel we're in, but we're in some sort of hotel. And there's this guy chasing us. And we know he's like a serial killer. It's like a bounty hunter and caught. Like, you know, yeah. they're coming for you. <laughs> and you can like see the three stars when they're getting close. So you know it's about to go down. And you just keep everything locked up. But they always he always somehow finds a way to come in. And he always, every single time, kills the other person. He doesn't kill me first. He kills the other person, so I have to watch him die. Oh, damn, it's bro. brutal. Every single time. I get That's scarred. Wild. That's mm-hmm. wild. Yeah. A lot yeah, of my... Go. Sorry. There's only two dreams that I remember. One, that one I just spoke about. That's a dream I'll never forget. And then... When the did you one, put the shades on? I just threw them in and had to go zero dark 30 over For here. real, those are fire. Yeah, those are Xander's signature shades. Those look kind of dope. I'm not even going to lie. They fit hey, his looks, face. You're second really to nice. me, but they still look dope. I hey, think. good looks, buddy. I appreciate you. But very random that, that I have such a powerful dream that I'll remember. And then the other one I remember is like a zombie apocalypse situation <laughs> at my grandparents. Just like completely different sides of the spectrum here but that was a bad time to take a drink that was funny hey i'm not gonna cap though if we're in a zombie apocalypse i want xander behind me because i feel Bro, like this they, dude this dude has thought about it a lot i feel like zombies but, don't know jujitsu they're fucked hey true they don't know how to defend a freaking triangle chokehold what would your first move be if you heard there was a zombie apocalypse situation breaking out what would be your first move <laughs> Sorry, this Damn. was on the spot. Yeah, yeah. that's tough. I'm probably going to go to a gun shop of some sort. Yep. Yeah, you got to like stock up somehow. And then, I don't know, I'd get like a grocery store, maybe. I'd go try and hold down some, somewhere where I have food. couple pits. If I could find a bunker, I don't, I don't know if I've never seen a bunker in the real world, but if I could find a bunker, I'd head there. But I'm not too sure if there's many bunkers. Yeah, I've we had gotta, a dream like that. Where you got to get a land like... In the mountains or some shit, ASAP. And buy a bunker. Down, in case this goes down. But we put a grocery store in the bunker, and so then that way, we can sell groceries out of the bunker, but then if something ever happens... Money's useless, just... though. Zombies and, are part of the world. You cashing in your I mean, that's okay, yeah, in a zombie we, situation, yeah. Yeah, this is before the zombies come. Oh. We're, using, we're selling groceries out of our bunker, so okay. we make money... The government's not, or the the bank's not just going to let us buy a bunker without making it into something. So we had to make a profitable grocery store. <laughs> Bro, we're not land in the mountains. We can do whatever. The, That's a long timeline, I feel like. All right. Well, it could be any time. We don't know. Sure. The zombies could come tomorrow. First things first, I'm hitting Cabela's, stocking up on ammo. <laughs> yes. And, then we're gonna and camo. The- Get camo. <laughs> Can't forget about the camo. Yeah. And then we're going to run off to our cabin and hide out there. As long as beef jerky as well, we need some of that. <laughs> beef jerky is a necessity. That's yeah. the only thing that you want is beef jerky. Well, Thanks to I'm saying nutri- I'm having all the nutrients I can get, brother. Hell yeah, bro. The flavor got himself. He speaks. Might be it's crazy that you say beef jerky of all things. I've never seen you eat beef jerky. It's expensive right now. You know, inflation. <laughs> you know, you make a good point. It is out of pocket, though, it for is, real. For sure. Why is beef jerky so expensive? I don't even know. I feel like bro, it's you- not that hard to make. I mean, right. beef. You, get a you can get a pound of ground beef for pretty cheap. But beef jerky, dr- is it just the process you're paying for? I feel or like what? it's got to be the it. process or the experience. 
Like somebody's got to go in and jerk that beef. <laughs> <laughs> That's vulgar. All right, let's switch it up now. Okay, Hank, what emotion? I'm gonna ask you two questions, but I want you to answer one at a time. So, what emotion is the most beneficial? And then, which is the least useful? So, Hank, what is the most beneficial emotion in your eyes? Um, it's kind of hard to say because every emotion does serves a different purpose. But Fuck emotions. <laughs> first thing that comes to mind, um, probably empathy. Oh. Showing empathy. Oh. Because you can just understand someone, understand what they're going through, read the situation. Makes it easy for everything, you know. That was a really good answer, Hank. It was. You have a background behind that, too. I did not see you pulling that out of your back pocket. Where did you learn about empathy from? Um, It's a loaded question here. I don't know. Recently, not recently, but over the recent years, I'd say. Just because you always think, oh, your life is so hard. But then you realize everyone's life's hard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Everyone's got a bad. Yeah. Even the richest person has his own problems. It's facts. just a different way. Mm-hmm. That's facts. So, that's... It also brings along with, like, gratitude, you know? Yeah. Like, being grateful for what you have. That's one of the so, things yeah. I was thinking about, You too. are yeah. so emotionally wise. It is ridiculous. Well, Ladies, this beautiful. man is single, and DMs are open. He prefers the moms, though. I'm a classy man. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> hey, My legs are shivering over here. Yeah. I'm just saying... <laughs> <laughs> young young well, Leo. What I was loading up the question with, um, sorry, kind of what I've learned a lot about empathy from as well is like we worked in the health field for a while, and like when you're surrounded by a lot of people who are like going through some of the hardest times in your lives, like you re- like that's where I really had a got a good understanding of empathy from was being surrounded by those people who are going through hard times in their lives. Mm-hmm. And like they would still find ways to be positive and push through, you know. Mm-hmm. So I feel I like that was very eye-opening yeah. for me and brought a lot of empathy to me as well. Yeah, I also think like when we went and gave pizzas to the homeless people, that was really eye-opening for me because they they have nothing. Yeah. They have absolutely right. zero. But they were very. These still were all very smiley. Mm-hmm. Some of them were on crack, granted, but um, they were all very smiley and grateful and like. Even yeah, even the real. people that were sleeping on the rocks, they were, they got up and smiled when we when they saw us. And I remember uh, one guy we went up to, and we were like, "Hey man, how's your day going?" And like when we were giving the pizza, mm-hmm. he was like, "Good now." And it was like, "That's mm-hmm. crazy that something that little could mean so much to somebody mm-hmm. like in that situation, you know?" Yeah, and it took no, it took very little effort from us. Yeah, and. Yeah, it just goes to show, like, everybody's going through something in life, so, like, you just got to be kind and reach out, because you never know yeah. what they're going through, you know? Yeah. And I like the point that you said where even, like, famous rich people, they have their own problems. I saw Alan Iverson in an interview today where he was oh, roasting the reporter, because he was like, I'm a human too, I'm a person, I just get paid to play basketball, but I'm still a human. Yeah. So it's like we, like, make these people out to be way more than they are, but really they're just humans, and I honestly, mm-hmm. like, think... I mean, I haven't, like, getting to know some people that have fame, like Tim and Sugar. I mean, I don't know Sugar that well, but getting to, like, talk to people, it's, like, very eye-opening because it's, like, 
these people are some people's celebrities. They're like people that I would like look up to and be like, oh my gosh, yeah. to glorify this person so much. But then you get in front of their freaking nose and it's just a freaking person. Yep. It's yeah. like someone that wants like talks the same way that you do, breathes the same way that you do. So they might be famous. Yeah, that's cool and all, but like they're still a human being. They still, you can still connect with them, still do all that stuff. So yeah. And to answer your second part of your question, I'd say oh, yeah. the least useful. Emotion. Least useful. Um, I think this emotion is useful, but it's the most unuseful one I can think of right now. Okay. Um, probably anger. It's good to have anger sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I was most also of thinking the, anger, but same. most of the time it's not needed. Mm-hmm. There's other ways you can go around things because if something bad happens to you, it's usually you can take it and build from it. Like mm-hmm. an L yeah. is not an L unless you make yeah. it L. Kind of like we were talking about in the beginning of this. And I'm a huge believer in everything happens for a reason. You know, like mm-hmm. those bad things you go through, like you could take those as lessons yeah. and grow from them. Yeah. So they're really not bad at the end of the day if you react to it the right way. Yeah, I'm going to one-up you on an emotion that's worse. Jealousy. Ooh, There's 100%. not a single good use for jealousy. Jealousy is just... Uh, I could debate that. Okay, what do you think? I think there could be a healthy jealousy, like where it drives you to be better. Okay, yeah. Like you see like someone that is doing what you want to do. Yeah. And you're jealous of them, yeah. So you go out and achieve that more, yeah, to a certain extent. Yeah, like jealousy, yeah. I feel like, like he- yeah, like healthy competition's good. Yeah, but you, but you had the same answer as me. I was gonna say anger as well because also like when you're angry, a lot of times you react out of that emotion, and then when you calm down and you're not mad anymore, um, you look back and you regret it. You yeah. know, like when you react out of emotion, a lot of times it, you're gonna have regret out of it. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Anger is the hardest emotion, too, I feel like, to control yeah. yourself in. Yeah, you definitely got to learn to control your emotions, and it's a huge skill to, like, learn. Yeah. You gotta... I think jiu-jitsu helps with, like, controlling your emotions a little bit. Even, yeah, like, I don't know necessarily about emotions, but, like, you learn to control yourself in stressful situations, and being under a lot yeah. of emotion is just a stressful mm-hmm. situation. I agree. So, like, you have to kind of learn how to control yourself. Like, I, sometimes I get angry at jiu-jitsu, and it's like I have to, like... It's when I get angry that then I get submitted the fastest yeah. because yeah. it's like I'm reacting in a way that is not smart. I'm not like thinking through what I'm going to do. So I put myself in situations that I should never be put in. So yeah. it's the same yeah. way with life that is jujitsu. And I think jujitsu helps us mm-hmm. control those stressful situations yeah. a lot. It forces you to because if you get angry and you punch a guy. Now you got 30 dudes tripping over you and beating you up. So, like, you have to react with an appropriate way. And, Mm -hmm. like, when you're trying to fight out of anger, um, like, in jiu-jitsu, your technique's not going to be as good because you're just trying to use your power and your anger as your motive rather than, like, uh, using your technique and, like, actually thinking through it. You're thinking with your emotion rather than thinking with your mind. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. And... I was going to say anger as well, but another one I think is very detrimental to you is pride. Mm. I just listened to a devotional video the other day that I was talking a lot about how pride is the devil. Also, shout out J. Cole. That's a song by J. Cole. He's my bro. Yeah, pride can be very harmful. We're both humans. We're basically best friends. Pride can be very harmful too because like at the end of the day, 
we're all like God's divine beings, you know, Mm -hmm. we're all people and yeah. So, yeah, I completely agree. You talked about fighting a little bit, so I wanted to ease off the little deeper conversations and move into something a little bit more lighthearted. Hank and I actually uh, have a big announcement to make that maybe some of you guys have seen throughout uh, our different social media postings, but Hank and has, for some reason, I don't understand why, but he... And I'd like to touch on this. Actually, let explain. me finish my statement first. Yeah, after oh, you, I'll let you explain. explain. Yeah. Um, first, I, I don't know what Hank's team is thinking. I'm not con- entirely <laughs> sure what's going through the kid's mind, but he's accepted the contract that we're going to be fighting in six months with uh, four-ounce gloves. Nope. Seven-ounce. <laughs> seven no, but we're not going to do any kicking. Uh, it's just going to be boxing with uh, jiu-jitsu, so... He's fucked either way, actually. It doesn't really matter what we do. It just... uh... So if you guys have uh, any uh, an opportunity to pray for him, he's going (laughs) to need it pretty bad, especially coming up. Um, I know who he's training with, so I feel bad for the kid, but... Tune into the pay-per-view. And I'd like to explain why I took this fight. Oh, we're all confused, so we'd love to hear it. (laughs) So on Tim's recent podcast, he explained... A fighter who believes in himself is a dangerous fighter. Mm-hmm. And I 100% believe I can beat you. I'm yeah. not, I know we go rounds every other day. Yeah. And you're getting the best of me. Five times. But not five times. Three times. It's been times. a while since we've done five three times. Three times. Two last times. Three. Okay. Man. Two. Okay. Started in a bad position. Yeah. But um, that was partially I, I believe in myself. I'm not scared of any challenge. Mm-hmm. I believe I if I, I'm fast and I have finesse and I believe <laughs> if I work my skill yeah talk your shit any, I think it's a 50-50 chance and I'm not scared to get knocked out I'm, I'm not scared either I'm accept I will die in that cage I I'm will ex- too. I've accepted it like I already I am a champion at taking brain shots and yeah. not being fucked. Me as so. well. You guys are wild, though. I don't know I if be I worried. could go in there with a friend and like oh. just be a complete savage. Hank and I do not know each other. One I feel like yeah. something would be holding me back a little Door bit. closes. I, I've never met this guy. Yeah. Sleep hey, time. I'm the mediator between this fight, so I got to be unbiased here. But I will say the Vegas odds are pushing towards Tyler as the minus 300 favorite. Yeah. But Just a little bit of a favorite. We Hank's the underdog, but he's got that dog in him. And... Hey, David was the underdog against mm-hmm. Goliath. So. I just need to make it one round, and he's going to be huffing and puffing. I've been the underdog my whole life. First David in, and Goliath, in August, you never know. I not, might not be huffing and puffing. I might be running across the ring. You better start training now. You better start training Six now. Six months? What, who knows I'm not? I am board. training right now. I know your daily routine. You don't know my daily routine. What are you doing in your room? Are you doing freaking rounds up there with Sugar Sean himself or what? That's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> Bro's air sparring in the mirrors. We actually have like a whole thing planned for it, so it's going to be super fun, though. Um, all jokes aside, Hank's going to get fucked up, but um, we're going to have a whole thing planned for it. We're going to do some pre-fight interviews with a couple buddies. We're going to get some friends who are going to ask the, uh, us some questions. Yeah. And we're going to have Xander's a full press mediate conference. It. Yeah, it's going to be cool. And then... Uh, Xander and hopefully, uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, Xander and hopefully a special guest are gonna be uh, commentating the fight. Actually, so we gotta get some coaches. Oh, yeah. I know I need some coach. I'll be commentating the fight yeah, for, for, for sure. I need uh, sugar in my corner, but 
And then we're going to have post-fight interviews once Hank wakes up. So yep. um, so we're going to do the whole process. Yeah. Tune into that. We're going to have a video yep. of the fight as well come up eventually. A couple hours after the fight's over when Hank comes to, we'll, or remembers where he's at. That's when we'll do the post-fight interviews. And I, also, I also want to know, if anyone looks at this man, they're scared of him. And they don't want to fight him. I want to be known. That I'm not scared of any man. Yeah. I'll There's walk a in that cage. I'll fight that battle. There's I'll, a reason I'll people are scared you. of me, Hank. And I'm not. Like I, Big body. Yeah. I, I, I believe I can be a scary man as well. And I, I think I'm going to show it. You got that dog in you. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, we're going to do the whole process. Like we said, it's like six months out. So there's quite a bit. Oh, we're going to have a stare Stand down up, right stare now. Down. Stare me down All right, right now. All right, do it. Do it stare right now. Stare me down. Early face-off here. Early face-off. We'll have another one when time comes. Come up here, you <laughs> I got to pull Dana White real quick. <laughs> all right, boys, all right, back to your corner. <laughs> all right, we're all good. We're all good. Okay. So there, there's Almost a little... swung on him. <laughs> you're lucky, Hank. You're lucky I'm holding myself back. There's a little taste of what's to come. It's a ways out, but we'll speak yeah, more on it as we get closer. We're good time. There might be a whole card we don't really know yet. Also we're looking for ring girls. So. It's, it's in the works. We yeah. Actually, I've talked to Grace about being a ring... Grace asked if she could be a ring girl. I said, I'll think about it. I'll talk to my team. My team still needs to send you a contract. We have some stipulations yep. we want to meet. Yep. My yep. people will reach out to your people. We'll send we, a contract. Uh, we'll negotiate a deal. This is the first of Whiting Enterprises uh, productions. So, and I'm put, coming to take it out. Show put on by. And I'm coming to Whiting. take you out, kid. So you do fucking nothing. You're nothing but a fucking bomb, uh, kid. You don't talk want to, this shit. No. You don't want to. Let's roll right here. You right in front of everyone. You want to get embarrassed? You right want now? to show the world that? You want to get embarrassed there's been, right now? There's been so much chatter between these two. I have to hear this shit all. You want to get yeah. embarrassed right now? Lots of bar. Your mom's going to be watching this shit. You <laughs> I hope to, so. Your mom is going to be sad. I am I feel bad for your mom. Oh, I love it. Bring she more. voted on Instagram. Bring I did a little energy, poll baby. thing on Instagram who's going to win the fight. She voted for you. It was oh. so sweet. I literally... Just she knows what I'm made eye. of. She Therese knows I'm a dog. Angel. She Therese knows I'm a angel. dog. <laughs> I felt bad. Everyone on the poll voted for you because they all were feeling so bad for they you. They see it like, in me. They like, see that dog. David they see versus, how fast I am. I'm David one of the fastest Goliath. men alive. I felt bad for all the people that are rooting for you because they know they're losing their money. Zane knows how fast I am. He knows. I could catch you. Not fast. You're not me. faster than me. I'm, I'm going to be 40 pounds I'm lighter. I'm the fastest man in this room. I'm going to be 40 pounds lighter. Hey, don't call out Xander like that. Hey, go He's grab the fucking funny. crown for me, boy. Xander's, Xander's my apex. He's coming. After I take you out, I'm taking you guys, him out. I watch I'm you your guys roll today. Sensei, boy. I watch you guys roll today. Yeah, I'm not seeing I won. Shit. I won. Nah. No, he choked run, run you out with field. his own arm. He choked you out with his own arm. I had a bum left shoulder, with which your I'm own working arm. on with my team. Hey, run back the film. We got it up. Yeah, we're, play the clip. <laughs> play the clip right now. <laughs> All right, moving on from the fight. We are introducing, not this week, but we're going to do it next podcast. Um, we've been talking about different like segment things that we're going to be doing. So we got like the would you rather, the scenario. The next segment that we're going to be doing is um, Hank's Food Reviews. So Hank is the official flavor god sponsored by the UFC. Um, he is... Officially. Yes. As of last week, Dana White contacted him. Anyways, though, so um, you can comment. We'll put some things on our social media about it. But you can comment on videos on some things that you want Hank's opinion on it can be something crazy that is not actually good or it can be some sort of food review 
um, or beverage, whatever the, the whatever you're thinking. The Flavor God f- food review segment. Yeah, we want to shout out Dominic really quickly because yep. he commented something for Hank to review, and we're promised we're doing that soon. So we and couldn't find him in the we, store. We were gonna do it today, but we've been looking the last two weeks for it in stores, and it's been out of stuff. Yeah. So Dom, shout out you for the yeah. comment. Keep commenting. We, pre- we appreciate the idea. We're gonna run that for you as soon as possible. We all see the comments, so if you're commenting things for us to talk about, we'll get to it eventually. We promise. Shout out Janice. Love you, Janice. Okay. So we're just talking about the would you rather and the... Um, also, I'm going to interrupt you real quick, though. Okay. Before I forget. Okay. It is Tiger's 21st next weekend. Be sure to wish him a happy birthday. In the comments, big day for Saturday, him. March 11th. But he's going to have his first beer, eh? First ever, actually. I'm really excited with yeah. my mom. My mom and I are having my first beer ever. Shout out your mom. I need to wear this hat when she's done here. Oh, I'm kidding. I'm sorry, Roxanne. It's a joke. Yeah, she's watching this. Mom, you can't beat his ass up. I, we love your accent. It was just a I, joke. I will <laughs> not. I just got to chirp him a little bit. I will not defend him. <laughs> um, okay, so we. I was just talking about, before I was rudely interrupted, um, I was just talking about how we have the would you rather and the scenario uh, things. Spit it out, buddy. Segments. Thank you. Nice. Segments. All right, so. Um, should we start with would you rather or the scenario segment first, Hank? Um, send me with the scenario, please. Okay. Um, you have 24 hours to live, Hank. What are you doing? Oh, Wait, God. before you answer, though, this is also something that we want to hear your comments on. So comment on a scenario, any type of different scenario that you, we could find our sticky selves in. Or uh, would you rather, well, we found them on the internet this time, but... We got a couple sent to us, but... They're slightly yeah, vulgar. Yeah, there was talking. one that's really good, but we're going to wait a little bit farther down the road before we before we address that yeah. one. <laughs> Let's just say talk I don't know about that. <laughs> no, that didn't happen. Sorry. Sorry, mom. <laughs> okay, you have 24 hours to live. What are you doing? Well, warning from right now. Warning parental advised. Yeah. This is gonna get- Teresa, oh, you're out of here. Get off. <laughs> I know you're going to do some dirt bag things. So first thing I'm doing, bag. going to the store. Well, I'm going to notify my family first. Good call. Probably meet all nice. with them. Then going to my last Desperado ride. I'm going to the Ferrari dealership. I'm ask, I'm telling them, I'm going. well, first to get the Ferrari, I'm going to scam and get a million dollars in one day. How do you do that? Why don't you just do that right now if you can do this? This has to be realistic. Okay. How the hell are you getting a million dollars if you can't get a million dollars right now? Backtrack. Backtrack. Rewind. I'm breaking into someone's rich's house. Thank you. Taking this Ferrari. That's more realistic. That's more realistic. Going to the liquor store. There's going to be no repercussions. Getting a bottle of 1942. Oh, God. Got to get a little tipsy on the left. If I'm in Arizona. You're drunk driving? No, hey. I'm not going to incriminate myself, but maybe. (laughs) You got 24 hours to live. If I'm in Arizona. I'm drinking the Casamigos. The whole bottle? No, just on the way. As I'm driving the Ferrari, as fast as it can go, the whole way. <laughs> While you're drinking Casamigos, yep. I feel like your 24 hours is going to end early. But yeah, you're no, looking at won't. four hours. No, <laughs> yeah. because there's also something involved with the alcohol, which I cannot name, which will keep me within... <laughs> Dialed in. Let's just say you'll fucking, be dialed in. Couple fucking Dusty Johnson. Did you find yeah, that at maybe. the? Did you find that at the richest rich man's house? 
I did. In the Ferrari. Right. Weird scenario. Gonna rip a couple Rippy Magoo's for the road. And before I left the rich man's house, I stole his Glock. So I also have a Glock. Good call. Good call. If I'm in Arizona, we're taking the Ferrari as fast as I can straight to Vegas. (laughs) As I'm driving the Ferrari. You You already have three stars on you at least. Yeah, at least. Every, um, like, ten minutes, I'm laying a round off. As I'm driving as fast as I can. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> what? what's the point of that? To Just let them know you're here. Or what? I just want to feel alive. Going to Vegas, and then I'm gonna gamble. Oh, and just Where'd win you... and win and win because all I do is win. <laughs> and then hopefully it's on the night of a UFC I fight. <laughs> I buy a UFC fight cage side ticket. Where are you getting this money? Did you sell the Ferrari? Richmond house. I won from the gambling. So Rewind. now I'm rich. Minus mishap. I took his watch. Minus I took his girl. His girl's also with me. Oh, God. <laughs> it just Wait, keeps adding. Are we going to Vegas with you, or is it just you and the girl? I thought you See, said we were going to Vegas. not incriminate you guys. I called you on the way to Vegas and said, yo, bought a private jet. Meet me there. Word. So you're already on the way there. I okay. meet you guys Good. there. And for my last night's send-off, it's the Bendy's of Bendy's. It's just a Bendy season. But he's getting zapped. You're a sendaholic. Yeah, you're we 24 see. hours at yeah. early. Yeah, I am. Buddy. And we're going to party, gamble, and just live life. And as when that 11.59 hits, we all go to the rooftop, and I just jump. <laughs> <laughs> so you kill yourself. <laughs> no, as the one hits, I die. If I don't kill it. On the way down. But I feel it the last 30 seconds are flying. How do you just know that it's going to happen at midnight? Because you said 24 hours. Yeah, I said it was 24 hours from right now. You got the timer on. Well, so you missed that detail. You missed that detail. You do the math and you'll figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) The Bendy will help me live a couple hours. I feel like yours is going to be a little bit more actual meaningful. That was not the direction I was going to go. Yeah, me neither. But I knew Hank's dirtbag ass was going to go there. Hey, All right, let's, hear live, your, baby. let's hear yours, Tyler. Okay, I'm probably going to honestly catch a flight to Nebraska and hang out with my family. Mine's lame, but I'm chilling with my family 24 hours. I'm going to go see my new nephew, say what's up. Uncle Tyler. Yeah. Hey, I probably um, should have said that. Yeah, shout out my oh, family. <laughs> you at least texted him, I guess. And I okay. called him, FaceTimed him. Oh, okay. Said, hey, I'm dying. So this is my last day. going out strong. (laughs) I have to. But yeah, I'm probably going to spend the last my dying minutes with my family. Nice. Sweet. Well, that was more the direction I was going to go, but just to make it interesting. I'm not a dirtbag. Just to make it interesting, I'm just going to combine it. (laughs) Just to make it interesting. You do ascend while with the family. With with the the family. family. The family is coming along. I wish I could go back and change. I'm combining them. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. Yep. Are you take, bringing That's them here, or are you going there? Oh, we're flying them out on PJs, baby. Oh, yeah. We're going to oh. meet we're gonna Wait, meet How did you Vegas. get your money, though? <laughs> you stole it? Same way as him. I combined <laughs> it. I did what exactly what he did. Stole the wife, stole the gun, stole the money bag, okay. ran with the cheese in the Ferrari <laughs> to Vegas, called the PJ, got the boys, got the fam, and we're all sending I got to find this rich fam. guy that does like not yours. lock his front door. Devin Booker, no. easy, took him out. Actually, we're not going to Vegas, though. We're going to Ibiza. I'm more of an island Ooh. boy. That You might we're have just take... wasted your whole 24 hours. Yeah, you could have. <laughs> yeah, I guess I didn't put no, that. No, just go to San Diego. All right. 
That's close. All right. We can do that. You can That's get a manageable. send in San Diego. That's yeah. manageable. We'll do that. Ooh, I love San Diego. Yeah, hey, I just want to end up on the beach at least. Shit. Oh, that's Sheesh. a good one. All right. Enough shit about the 24 hours. Would you rather... Xander. I don't need Hank's stupid take first this time. <laughs> Would you rather be the best player on a bad team? Or, by the way, this is our Would You Rather segment. <laughs> Would you rather be a, the best player on a bad team or a bench player on a good team? Championship team. That was a flawless transition. Thank you. But I'm getting better. Shit. I mean, being the star player is going to make me my bread. So, I guess at the end of the depends. day, life is more than a sport entertainment i can do more with the cheese to bless my family and stuff it kind of so. depends we didn't really specify what level you're at so i mean it also could be like seventh Semi-pro. grade soccer <laughs> it could seventh be seventh grade, grade soccer, soccer. <laughs> Shit. you don't know but we'll say for example it's the nba for to make it more fun all the right. NBA. yeah so i mean it'd be cool winning a ring and all that but i mean life's more than like there's a lot more life off the court than on the court so I'd rather be a good player because that's how I'm gonna make my bread, and I can do a lot more with that than what I could do. You probably make some cheese though if you get a ring though. You could sell no, the no. ring. You could sell the ring. I mean, there's some players that'll get a ring that are bench, like the bench players. They're not yeah. gonna get their bread. They're on the lowest contract. Well, if they sell the ring, they might. You never know. They're like, they're like that group member in a group project. You get a bonus that gets an A plus but does none of the work. I was that group member, so, I mean, it's not a bad life. Damn, it got personal. All right, so, that's my answer. Hank, I already know you're the bench player. I already know. Oh, shit. That's fine. Sorry. Sorry. I'm getting toxic. Damn, this fight's coming early. There's no way this is going to stall for six months. I'm getting toxic with you too early. This shit's going to go down. Are you being the bench player that you were growing up to be, or are you being the star player? That's funny, like, to see. Because I definitely be the star because i'm the star right now yeah (laughs) i'm like i'll entertain yeah when the lights are on like i like to say i'm like johnny menzel on the field and on the basketball court i'm like john morant or Lamelo ball currently lights are on fans are talking reporters are talking cameras shooting i'm like jordan game six that's where you strive, eh? Yeah. You're like my player career over here. You yeah. literally, you run the show. Yeah, I'm like Jordan Poole. I see a girl courtside, guess what? 30 buckets. 30 buckets, You're boom. like Jalen Hurts squatting 600 he pounds. for the fans. Yeah. Like, the bench? Come on. Who's making more money? LaMelo Ball or Austin Reeves on the Lakers? Let's be real. Who's making more? Hey, he's a role player. He ain't yeah, a bench player. Yeah, yeah, put some respect. Never heard of the man. Gosh. That was a bad comparison. I saw him last night at my sports center. That's the only time I heard of this man. Who is he? He's Come a shooter. On. Well, if he's on Sports he's Center, a he's a star. I mean, he's doing good. I've been on Sports Center a couple times. For what? Balling. <laughs> <laughs> this dude. <laughs> Bro's always shooting shit out of his ass. All right, Tyler, let's hear your take. I'm on a, I, at first, I kind of was a bench player thing, but Hank really got me riled up. And I'm like, you know what? The attention. The media, like I'd love to fuck with some reporters. So I'm, I'm, I'm a star player too. Plus I'm already freaking six five. So I mean, and basically, you're halfway there. I already am I don't a think star six player. Five. I think I could. Okay, stand right. up right now. <laughs> Let's show the picture of us just standing up a second ago. You tell me who's six five, who's five two. 
Oh, all yeah. right, buddy. Yeah. More like 5'11", okay? All right. Damn, yeah. I'm 6'3". At though. least you'll never be uh, you'll never be <laughs> six Jokes. foot. Yeah, so that's fine. You never get to Fast. experience that. All right, up, speaking of... for another place. Speaking... <laughs> <laughs> Speaking, speaking of <laughs> speaking of fights, Hank, I want to hear your cold take. We got a big fight coming up this weekend, UFC 285. John Jones, what's the other guy's name? This is a sports segment, by the way. Oh yeah, we're we're really bad about segmenting out our podcast. I'm figuring out today, but sports. We like to talk about sports sometimes, so we're gonna sprinkle in a little sport here and there. So we mostly watch UFC right now. So, so welcome to ESPN. Yep. Welcome, in. yeah. Before I start, I'd like to say I, I enjoy the chaos of the switching of the segments. Yeah, it's, it's kind of It's fun. just funny. You just don't but know what's coming next. Let's get into UFC. What's the other guy's name? John Jones and Sirogan. Sirogan. Can you spell that? Sirogan. C-Y-R-I-L-G-A-N-E. Sirogan. A heavyweight fighter. I think it's other way around. I think it's C-I-R-Y-L. it's not. I'll look it up. Thank you. This is the first time... In three years, we've seen John Jones, the GOAT of I'm ready. MMA, I'm compete. Ready. And I do have a cold take. Not a lot of people agreeing with me. I do believe this will be the, his first loss. I believe he will get knocked out. Mm-hmm. And I think that because John Jones is mid. I'm sorry to say. Do you want to go eyebrows on it? Tim talked to us today about going eyebrows. I know, on. I know. It's hard to say. Like we'll I'm, shave our eyebrows. I bet that John Jones wins. You bet that the other guy wins, and loser has to shave their eyebrows. See, I have more of a disadvantage though because I'm an underdog as well. It doesn't matter. I don't want to bet an eyebrow because I lose an eyebrow. How about he loses one eyebrow, you lose two. Since he's going, he's going to be fucked either way. If you would rather, I, I mean, I agree. I'm going with John. Would Jones you rather have one eyebrow than no eyebrows? That's a good point. Screw the eyebrows. Let me carry on. With okay, the loser has to shave their beard. How about right, let's that? Hear, no. Continue with your cold ass. One hundred percent. No. I believe Sorry, John Tim. Jones. I, I tried, Tim. I tried. John Jones had to struggle with taking down Dominic Reyes and Anthony Smith, who used to be a middleweight. He barely beat those guys. Cyril Gon got These bullied. These dudes are now bums getting knocked out by journeymen. I don't know. Cyril Gon got bullied by Francis Ngannou. And How many other people got John Jones is beating Francis Ngannou? Let's be honest, he's not. He's I'm beating Francis Ngannou. Still gone, moves it. faster. He has better striking. Okay, John Jones is going to take him down. Okay, he'll get right back up. He's not going to take him down because he couldn't take down the middleweights of the light heavyweight division. He's going to piece him up. He's going to. I think he breaks him. I think he knocks him out pretty easily. To be honest, Damn. It's two rounds. And if John Jones is get a hold of him, guess what? He's getting submitted by ankle lock. Like I see it coming, but wait, ankle lock. Wait, you're saying things? John Jones is going to tap Cyril with an ankle? No, Cyril Gon will. What? Yep. Um, I believe he's dumb. Cyril Gon. I mean, it is nice to see John Jones fight because I wasn't really a fan, too big of a fan in the UFC three years ago. So it's like my first time watching John Jones as like mm-hmm. a real fan. So I'm kind of excited for that. But he people forget he is a horrible person. Like people can he change. A, he is a bad change, dude. Dog. People can change, he is but a bad dude. Just as last year, he beat his wife up. Like and people forget about that. Damn, that was you're this year. Airing out his laundry. <laughs> I mean, dog. it was aired yeah. out everywhere. Like yeah, that's true. He like he it's public information. And every time he does something bad, like popping steroids, hitting a pregnant lady off cocaine, 
He always comes back a year later. Saying, I'm, a change, I'm a changed person. How many times can you change with? Like at this point, he's lying. I don't believe him. So he's gonna have to put some work in. He well, hit I a mean, prego lady. Yeah, and he just ran off, hit and run, like in the <laughs> But like, there's a couple DUIs. I believe people. Right. I believe people can change. Wait, with his car or with his fist? His car. Oh, okay. That makes the hit and run less funny. I, I, I thought you were saying he hit her in the face and ran. That like, was, that I believe people can change, Not but funny. you have to prove it once you. Yeah, I agree. You prove that you're a bad I, person I just multiple really, times. You got to prove it over a long time that you're actually changed. I just All really right, want to do a disclaimer that I don't think hitting pregnant women is funny. I just have to say that. <laughs> yeah, you better get that. I said that was funny, but it's not that, funny. That should be it's taken out of context. Funny. Yeah. So Clip it, throw it on TikTok. Resume. What were but, you going to say, Xander? Um, my take is that I believe John Jones is going to win, but I do not think it'll be easy. Like, I agree Cyril Ghosn is going to be his hardest competition he's had thus far because he fought light heavyweight before this. And so he hasn't fought heavyweights yet. And Cyril Ghosn isn't like a chubby heavyweight. He's yeah. like straight lean muscle. So I don't think John Jones has dealt with like that kind of strength yet. So I do believe his wrestling and stuff is going to be a lot harder for him because he hasn't wrestled against someone as strong yeah. as Cyril Ghosn. I so agree. I definitely think that's going to play a factor into it. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be easy whatsoever. Like I honestly – could almost go 50-50 with it, but I'm just going to lean towards John Jones a little bit. Good call. Because he's a GOAT, and he's just known for taking these dudes yeah. out. I mean, he's never lost, so. Yeah, and, like, his striking is nasty. Like, I believe he has some advantages, but the size and strength is going to be his biggest problem for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. You're getting knocked out, I think dude. it's going to be a good-ass fight, though. I'm so excited to see John Jones return. Yeah. We have some- what, three years? Yep, three years. We have some friends coming over, so we're going to have a little kickback. A little kickback, watch the UFC. Kickback for the UFC. We might box in our backyard. It's Hank and I won't because he's scared as fuck. But <laughs> I'm not. Uh, we got to save that for the official. We did bodies in our kitchen the other day, and <laughs> he was screaming. No, I was screaming was of victory. Run the clip, run the clip. <laughs> Tyler, stop. I never so said hard. that once. You hit me so hard. <laughs> it's slightly exaggerated, but it was a lot of slightly, lines. Just a little slightly. But, hey, it, the real dog don't come out till the yeah. door or the cage is closed. So. Cage closed, I'm a different breed. I'm not even a man. I'm an animal. I'm, I'm a not dog. even going to feel bad for what I'm going to have to do to you. I'm not even going to feel bad. I'll have to wake you up and tell you what happened, but. One man is It'll be all right. One man is coming out of that cage demoralized. Yeah, it gonna be? Our friendship might be. No, we had to. Once we walk out of the cage, nothing happens. Hey, you gotta respect each other both for stepping in the yeah. cage. The fact you're willing to step in the cage, you gotta respect that. Yeah, and yeah, there'll be a rematch too, probably. Okay, so unless he brutally gets knocked out, which is gonna happen. But anyway, so sorry. while we're speaking on fighting, had to get that in. This. Or while we're already on fighting, what were you guys' thoughts on the Jake Paul fight? Just since that was oh, highly fuck anticipated. Jake Paul. Since that was a highly anticipated fight between Jake Paul and Tommy Fury. Fuck Jake here. Paul. He's had so many fights. I've always cheered against him. The one time I put a bag on him, I bet the most I've ever bet on anything ever on him, and he freaking loses. That was stupid. That's how it goes, bro. When you bet, it's like Vegas knows. You never stupid. beat Vegas. Vegas sucks. 
Yeah. I lost freaking mad. We got to show up in person to Vegas and see if our luck changes at all. Bro, I will beat someone's ass at Vegas. I'm mad at them right now. I was impressed by Tommy Fury, to be honest. I I knew he was like he's more of a boxer than Jake Paul, but he came out and he looked nice. And what do I I what I took away from the fight is Jake needs new coaches. Like he has not improved as much as he should have been. Has he answered your DMs about getting new coaches yet? No, but we're still working on that. My team has reached out to him, mm-hmm. and we'll hopefully be in contact soon. Yeah, but Maybe I think you could coach him. I think there's a rumor that he did get into his coach, so. I think he sees he has no jab. His punching is it's horrible. He, he ducks his head every time. And That's he has you no can't land work. a punch like that. So I think he needs a coach to work on like the fundamentals of boxing more than he needs the, Mike Tyson. The, the right hand power punch. Like that, he needs Mike Tyson. If you work on your fundamentals, the right hand will just come. Mm-hmm. So he needs to work on other stuff because this is already Kim there. I agree. I was greatly surprised as well. I thought. Tommy Fury was going to get folded like clean laundry. But, <laughs> me as yeah, well. it didn't he go that way. Tim like, he actually surprised me. I thought Jake Paul was going to fold him. But, yeah, as we know, it didn't go. Yeah. We all we all bet on it. We all threw some cheese on it. And, yeah, unfortunately, it didn't go in our favor, per usual. But Still. <laughs> Still hurts a little yeah. bit. but Yeah, I was shook by that. All right, so in the sports segment, there's one more topic I wanted to touch on. All right, Hank, since you're wearing that Husker shirt, I want to hear your thoughts on this upcoming season. Spring balls are on the corner. What are we thinking on the Huskers football this year? I think it will be a, medi- a mediocre season, but a little better. Can you give us a record prediction? Uh, last year there? I went 3-9. and nine. I said, what are you going to go, 9-3 and three or 3-9? Three and, mm-hmm. and you're pretty much right. We yep, went 4-8. Yeah. So I'll say... Mm, we either, I think we're going to go 7-5, and five. but I think one of those wins comes, I think we beat Colorado the second game. Oh, see, I yeah, I don't know about that. that either. And but when this comes out and they do beat them, I told you so. But back. You want to shave eyebrows? Yeah, I will shave my eyebrows. So, so Huskers got a new head coach this year, Matt Rule. <laughs> yeah. He's pulled in some pretty good He's a good recruits. coach. What was that? Who's that recruit he got that you were talking about? quarterback? He hasn't got him yet, but a five-star, Dylan Riola. I saw that. He lives in Phoenix, and he's the number one recruit in the whole class of next year. Yeah, he's actually and the one. We're been friends a, with him. There's been a, a lot of circumstances. Circ, circumcision. Circumcision. <laughs> a lot of circumstances. <laughs> yeah. Circumstances. What are you trying to say here? I'm sorry. I don't know what was coming to my mind. Circumstances that have led him to choose Nebraska. He hasn't chosen them yet, but there's a lot of good things looking for, looking good mm-hmm. towards him choosing. So if we do get him, I think the Nebraska program will be turned around nice. and it'll be competing in the top 10 within the next three years. Hey, if they go 7 and 5, that's one step in the right direction. Bold. Yeah. And you can't just like expect a new head coach to come in and change the program. Yeah. I'm just shooting for a bowl game, yeah. six and six. We need a bowl nice. game. Nice. It's been a while. Why? Why do you think they're going to be at Colorado though? Colorado just got Deion Sanders, head coach. He's pulled in a lot of good recruits. Has a few guys following him who are high prospects. I um, think uh, they're just not going to have enough that? time. I think their team's like truly just so green that by the second game they're not going to have like that team feeling yet. I feel like that's the exact way with Nebraska though, because they have a whole new program pretty much. Good as point. Well. But. Not a whole new program, but the same team. Like, the team is still solid. Same, same, but different. Yeah. Like, Colorado's <laughs> literally starting, like, their whole 
if you know whole you know. team again. Like the whole roster is different now, so they're not all going to mesh well by the second game. And I think there's going to get. I think they're going to have a disappointing season, if I'm being honest. Who do Huskers have coming back that are going to make a huge difference? Casey Thompson. But if we're getting, um, a, five star, back, if we're getting a five-star yeah. quarterback, Anthony what if he Grant? Starts? He's yeah, not going to be there next year. He'll the running be there back? after that. Oh, okay. I got yeah. you. He won't be here this year. It'll no. be – okay. Yeah. I got you. Anthony oh. Grant. I'll admit, Why are we Anthony talking Grant's about this guy then if he's not even up for next he's season? The high, the most t- – He's the number one recruit in Nebraska is going to land it. I was super excited about him coming this year, Hank. Yeah, he totally blew blows the shit out of me. <laughs> well, well, do your research, kid. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. That's all we got for today. Uh, super solid pod, guys. We did fantastic today. I agree. One of the best ones yet. Yeah, one of the best of the nine that we've recorded so far. Um, just want to say again, thanks for watching. Comment um, either a food or beverage. That you scenario like or official flavor god to test. Yeah, a scenario or a would you rather situation, or just any random question that you guys want to pick our brains with. Um, so mark your calendars for middle of August. Hank's getting knocked out. Yeah, we appreciate all the support and encouragement. For real, it means a ton to us. And yeah, be right. We got some keep big giving things. us feedback. We'd love it. We got some big things coming up in the future. So stay tuned. I'll be twenty one the next time you see me. Smell. Wish him happy birthday in the comments. See you guys never. Smell you later, boys. Say something to the viewers. Fuck the ops. <laughs> I saw you I'm the best. <laughs>